Salutations. I'm Palm, and this is the Calm Palm Hypnosis Podcast. Today's episode was created to help release anxiety and stress incurred by the recent pandemic. I hope this recording can be a resource for your success as we move collectively into a new normal. Get comfy, breathe, and enjoy. Right now, we are going to release release tension, release pressure, release stress, release at least to the very best of your ability some of the anxiety that's been holding you back, keeping you from enjoying life and experiencing the process of being alive in a way that's meaningful to you. And I wonder what things you're already beginning to look forward to doing differently once the stress has subsided. it will be once you have more practice navigating stressful situations and moving through your world with courage and grace becomes the default for you. In order to orient yourself toward this practice of releasing, relearning, and relying on your good innate judgment, we're going to use a state of hypnosis. Because when you allow yourself to experience this special state of trance. You can orient yourself quicker, experience results faster, and make true, lasting change 
easier and more comfortably. The best part is, chances are, you're already beginning to experience some sensation of going into trance. You've probably noticed as you follow along that your mind has a tendency to drift. And yet, a part of you is always listening. Intently. And you can enjoy this process of slowly relaxing your body part by part, breath by breath. As your mind continues to wander to places comfortable and pleasant, perhaps even mundane, and the more you simply allow yourself to experience this process of being here now even more deeply. You'll find that there is a rich and vast place within, filled with understanding, resources, meaning, and deep, deep peace. Now in this space, you can listen to what I'm about to tell you and more importantly, you can begin to take the meaning of those things that you can use for your own benefit and before long, you will have arrived at your very own unique conclusions of how you will manage releasing anxiety and stress created by a recent pandemic and how 
as you continue to make important choices, you can be sure you are doing so with grace and courage for the best outcomes for yourself. Now, you were likely aware of the concept that animals, of which humans are no exception, are wired to recognize and differentiate familiar versus unfamiliar, new versus novel, friend versus foe, and respond in vastly different ways, depending on how the situation is recognized. In the interest of self-preservation, animals are always apprehensive, suspicious, perhaps even fearful of things that are unfamiliar. And rightfully so. A new type of berry, a different environment, a strange creature, can all mean certain death to animals in the wild. And when humans try new foods, travel new places, meet new people, those same instincts spring up. Even if they don't elicit in us an animal behavior, we aren't likely to go suspiciously sniff the neighbor or hiss and claw the boss when it's time to start our new job or inch slowly further and further away, locked in a dead stare from the latest new gadget or technology. Instead, our human reactions to the unknown and unfamiliar take subtler forms that are no less unhelpful. Refusing to take action, even when we know it's good for us, overanalyzing and deciding things have already turned out for the worst and deciding we should quit while we're ahead, filling up our time with other things to avoid doing what it is we fear, focusing our attention on somebody else's issues or problems and spending energy trying to fix them which is impossible. Digging in our heels, becoming stubborn, and favoring tradition over growth. Clinging to old behaviors, people, and situations that we know are harmful to us because it's what we know and are comfortable with. Yes, as animals, we are even wired to favor things that are harmful yet familiar over beneficial and perhaps new. 
I'm sure you can remember times you've noticed this phenomenon in your own life where you've been resistant to do something even when the more developed part of you knows it's the best and right thing for you. And you know how you dealt with that internal struggle, what you did or didn't do or wish you did to solve that internal struggle between the rational mind and the animal mind. Maybe you can even think of a few times this has happened to you. I, for one, remember a time several years ago when, on a whim, I booked a two-week vacation to Japan. Talk about fear of the unfamiliar. I had hardly ever left the U.S., let alone the continent. I had no knowledge of the Japanese language. I had hardly even traveled as an adult. And though part of me was endlessly excited about all the new things and experiences I was signing on for, there was a deep part within that was afraid of those same things. That part made itself apparent in the form of dreams or rather nightmares. Nightmares of missing flights, of arriving in Japan with no luggage, of racing to the airport only to have it be the wrong day, nightmares of forgetting to pack something vital, of plane crashes, of language barriers too steep to navigate. My inner animal instinct made sure to make itself known made sure I was well aware of the potential for danger, for uncertainty, for ambiguity. And although these were legitimate concerns, you can imagine what might have happened had I given more attention to the animal fear and not the rational courage. If the very real fear of the unknown had caused me to cancel the trip, if I didn't have ability to discern when it's appropriate to fear the unknown, and when it's appropriate to approach new situations with cautious optimism. In case you were wondering, the trip to Japan was flawless and one of the very best experiences of my entire life. Partially because I got to experience things 
I previously didn't even know existed. So, you're beginning to understand that this is a challenge we all face as humans. That an internal fear to the new and unfamiliar is sometimes useful and sometimes not. And maybe you've realized already just how important your ability to rationalize is to decide when to listen to fear and resistance and when it must be overcome. Your ability to decide when danger is real and when it is merely being perceived and how to know the difference and respond in a way that benefits you. To begin cultivating within yourself your own personal process, your own internal checklist or metric for discerning a helpful reaction from an unhelpful one. Because both happen naturally, and it can be easy to confuse one for the other, can't it? Of course, many of the changes in the past year, much of the new and unfamiliar in 2020, were things that warranted real fears things that were dangerous or even deadly, things that were terrifying, changes that were forced upon us all, and you experienced fear, and fear gave way to anxiety, and for good reason, you were in survival mode. If you are hearing this, then congratulations, you survived. You adapted during one of the most chaotic times in history. You figured out how to keep going, and it wasn't always easy, was it? There were lots of things we had to give up, or miss out on, or learn to do differently, even though we've been doing it the same way for hundreds of years. You figured out in less than one year 
how to adapt to a completely different social environment, work schedule, income flow, living situation, the list goes on. Not only that, you've adapted to endless changes in your life. You've faced so many challenges already, I'm sure I couldn't imagine. All the challenges you've taken on, all the daring acts of bravery, no matter how small you may think they seem, all the traumas you've endured and then processed, and then undone. All of the ways you've managed to create a good life for yourself. I'm sure you can think of more than I ever could that are more personal to you. And there are some experiences that are more universal. Like when we are born. And our infant lungs are filled with liquid. We have never before known breath. And once we are out in the air, oxygen supply from the umbilical cord quickly dwindles, and for a moment, we are in real danger. We must learn. Within seconds of emerging, how to adapt to our new environment. We once were weightless floating, suspended, and suddenly we must learn to cope with gravity, with daylight, with a new range of motion, with the urgent need to breathe. From nearly the first moment you existed, you have been learning, adapting, surviving changes outside of your control. And it never ended, did it? Everything you've ever experienced, in one way or another, is your response to your changing environment. It's a testament to your ability to adapt. And now, you might be realizing that year after year, moment after moment, 
breath after breath ever since the first breath you've become better at adapting at surviving at finding joy in the darkness at thriving under hardship you've trained your whole life for this moment you've done this many times before and I wonder which past lessons and experiences you drew upon as resources to help you get through the difficulty of the pandemic and wonder further when in the future you may find yourself using the challenges you are now just beginning to overcome as a resource to accomplish something bigger you can let it feel good to realize and take comfort in the fact that your ability to adapt so quickly in the past year like you did was not an accident it came from years of practice of facing the unknown and it might seem like a paradox but you can probably agree that facing what is unknown is in fact something you know very well knowing this you can begin with greater comfort greater ease deeper relaxation you can begin to release some of the dis-ease that you've been carrying some of the discomfort your body may have had a tendency to hold decide how you might begin to reapproach the current situation reapproach in a way that allows you to use your vast library of experience to your benefit 
reapproach with greater ease, less reactivity, more knowing. Decide how you will discern between real and perceived danger. Decide how the best way for you to respond to each one is. Decide how you can begin to reapproach the situations in life for an outcome of greater richness and ease, grace and comfort. And once you decide that, you can begin to determine exactly when and how you might like to take action in this way. What small yet significant step you'll start taking now. Once you are certain this step is something that will help to orient you toward a path of decreased stress and anxiety, a path of enjoying life in our current world and experiencing the process of being alive in a way that is meaningful to you. Once you are certain of that, you can decide how you'll integrate this into your daily practices. And set good expectations for positive change. Once you have decided, you will begin to slowly and easily of hypnosis and into a normal awakened state, feeling refreshed, like a weight has been lifted, and looking forward to the future.
on the count up to five. One, fully integrating. Two, feeling balanced and at ease. Thanks for listening. This podcast is written and produced by me, P.R. Palm. Music by Lee Spusta. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to calmpalmnola.com to book your own hypnotherapy session with me, or donate to our mission of providing affirming, effective, and affordable healing services to the queer community of New Orleans. Your support makes a difference. <laughs>